This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yes. Welcome to a bonus episode of HUFC Chat. We are going to review Bristol and Sutton, preview Oldham, and of course, two new signs were announced yesterday as Lewis Cook and Mike Fondop, two forwards importantly, signed on the dotted line. We want to start this episode, of course, by saying how delighted we were to be contacted by Sky Sports last Sunday to ask if we would be happy to come on and appear onto their EFL podcast. Perhaps you can talk us through this one, Jack. Yeah, I mean, first of all, it's a massive thing, isn't it, for us? Um, as I said in the tweet, we do this podcast because we love the club, but we also do it because we want to provide content for the fans. And, you know, to be to have someone get in touch, it, they contacted the page and, and said, you know, can you get in touch with us? And it's one of them things you kind of think, is this genuine? Is it real? Uh, coming from Sky Sports, you know, such a big um, company. And it was, it, honestly... It, it was a bit of a dream come true for both of us. I mean, obviously I appeared on the podcast and you didn't, but for the podcast to be recognised and to also be tweeted about on such a big platform um, was absolutely incredible. Just a little bit behind it, basically, I had 35 seconds to answer a few questions and, and I had to go in one take and... And once they were done, they dealt with it and put it onto the podcast. It was released. A tweet was put out on Monday. Um, And if you do want to listen to it, there's a bit of chat about pools um, for about two or three minutes, including my short section. I know I put on a tweet, it was 58 minutes, but it's actually from 59 minutes around there. Um, And there's about two or three minutes, as I said, of pools content. So, you know, a big, big thing for us. and, And I'm delighted that we've been able to take that opportunity and hopefully you know, with continued support from you guys that listen, we'll be able to keep building this podcast moving forward. Now on to um, the Bristol Rovers game, Davo. Yeah, um, another home win, um, 1-0. Again, not to kind of take away from the win itself, but watching it, I kind of had the same thoughts and feelings as I did. (coughs) Stood there at Tramia last week, I think, as the game went on, especially into the to the later part, you just thought, well, where's the goal coming from for either side? 
you know, Bristol Rovers were, I'd say they were huffing and puffing. They weren't creating anything spectacular. Killip wasn't exactly being tested, but we weren't exactly testing them. And, you know, they're a side who came to us on the back of a terrible away form. I believe they hadn't won since last December away from home. And it was frustrating because I, I thought, although it was now a greatest of performances we were still on our thought playing the ball around well we were getting to the right areas at the right times but like, like we've been saying for the last couple of games and questioning about you know no one in the area um I just thought the game was destined for a nil-nil and then a moment a solo effort from Jamie Sterry bombing forward and you know he scored a, a wonderful goal you know we've seen him in positions like this before in previous games we, we know how much of a threat he is and you know the Sammy was able to to bag his first goal I think I don't know what you thought Jack but we'll, we'll certainly take that win yeah 100% I didn't go to the game the first time in a month of post games um, which was quite I don't know it felt empty felt um, strange not to be going to pools on a Saturday and seeing you boys and watching the lads and you know, as you say, we take the win. Um, following it on Twitter, it looked to me as if we had the chances yet again, but weren't taking them. Um, Tranmere game, as you said a couple of weeks ago, was frustrating. We obviously lost 1-0, um, but that screamed 0-0, and thankfully it fell on our side against Rovers, um, and we managed to pick up a vital three points. I know we're going to go on to the Sutton game um, shortly and get Graham Wheelhouse to come on, it was a positive three points, another three points on the board, and, and hopefully we can we can just keep building. Now moving on to Sutton, and we are delighted to welcome onto the show for the first time Graham Wheelhouse to give his thoughts. Firstly, what was your overall interpretation of our 1-0 defeat? Yeah, thanks, Dabo, for um, asking us on and to chat about the game on, on Tuesday night. I think it was a, a poor game overall. It was a disappointing um, performance. Obviously, it was a, a slow start into the first half. Pools had the enforced change with Mark Shelton, I think, was injured. Um, as we might have expected, Sutton put us under a lot of pressure early on with lots of corners, uh, long throws, etc. And then they took the lead. Um, unfortunately, due to Ben Kill mistake. But um, it was a shame because I think Ben had just made a good save prior to that, which, which resulted in the corner. Um, so the first half was a was a dead loss, to be honest with you. Again, poor start to the second half. We didn't improve. I think we were looking for some subs to be made early doors, really, and that didn't happen. But when it did, on about 60 minutes, we had a change of personnel and shape. Um, took off Timmy Odesino, who'd been pretty erratic through most of the game, and Martin Smith as well. And I think that was his full full debut. And he didn't see a lot of the ball, but... What he did, you know, he, he wasn't too impressive, to be honest. But, um, yeah, bringing on Ola Moller and um, Ferguson improved our um, shape a lot and gave us more attacking options going forward. And we just looked looked a better side, looked interested in the game, as though we might want to do something with a match. Um, so, overall, it was, I had to say, but... A, almost a National League performance in many respects. Really disappointing for those Pools fans that turned out in, in number again. But, um, you know, I think start of the season, would have said, with the home form that we've got, which has been superb, 
we've been poor away from home, but let's not get too despondent. There's plenty of games to go. Yeah, I mean, we obviously watched the game together, you know, my thoughts on how the referee was, but did you think he negatively impacted the game or was it not really? I think he did, but the funny thing on that was right at the start of the game, I'd recognised the ref and I'd seen him in some good games previously and I said to you, Jack, didn't I, that he's going to have a sound game. <laughs> Dear me, well, he was quite the opposite was true, I think. He was, he was poor, he was inconsistent. I, I don't think I'd have confronted him quite like Sweeney's did, mind, uh, shouting at him, getting all agitated and animated. But um, I can certainly understand some of the frustration. And I think the frustration as well in, in how Sutton played and how they kind of managed the game, um, which was quite annoying, to be honest with you. Finally, why do you think that we are struggling away from home? The lack of a striker, that out-and-out out number nine, has, has been obvious. Hopefully, this can be fixed with the two new lads coming in. But what do we need to change to become more successful away from home, in your view? I think it's just having the same level of self-belief that we have at home, with the home supporters behind us. And if we can carry that on into the away fixtures, such as um, Oldham tomorrow, I think we'll be OK. But clearly, we need people up front to put the ball away, right players at the right time, like Luke Armstrong. Um, and I think we'll be fine. A little bit of confidence and momentum that build once we get a decent result away from home. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. And we really do appreciate you coming on. Hopefully, you know, we'll be able to get you back on in the future. But thanks for your time. Thank you. Now we've looked back at the last two games. We're going to look forward and on to Oldham away, um, which is we're recording this on the Friday night. So it'll be tomorrow. Um, but when the podcast comes out, it will be game day. So I'm going to pass over to Davo now, who's going to give us the preview heading into Oldham. Of course, and Pools do head to Boundary Park to face an Oldham side who have lost all three opening home games, scoring just once in the process. But Pools haven't exactly covered themselves in glory away from home either, as we've just touched on with the Sutton review. Oldham's only win this season has come away at Sutton, where they won 2-1 a couple of weeks ago. Now, the last meeting between the last meeting in this fixture, sorry, was in March 2013, when goals from Jean Yeves and Voto, Robbie Simpson, and Jose Baxter saw Oldham run out 3-0 winners at Boundary Park. Now, in terms of team news, and Pools will be without Gavin Holahan this weekend, who has just recently had a scan. It won't be available as he goes further treatment. But we are hopeful that we will be boosted by the return of Mark Shell and hopefully he will be getting involved. And there could, of course, also be an opportunity for the new lads to make an impression. Um, in terms of prediction, um, I'm going for a win. Uh, I know we haven't won away from home. I know they haven't won, won, won at home, but got to be positive. I am going 3-1 polls. Jack, can I push a prediction from yourself? Yeah, I mean... I. I... I never like to be certain when I'm predicting pools games. I never like to be certain when I'm predicting football matches in general. But I'm very, very confident heading into tomorrow. As you said, our away form, Tranmere, we played well. Tuesday night, as we've discussed, we weren't that great. But Oldham are really struggling, all the things that are going on at, at the club at the moment. I, I'm really confident heading into this one. I'm hopeful that the new lads might be able to get on and perhaps nick a goal. Um, I'm going to go, you went 3-1, I'm going to go 3-0. I think we'll keep a clean sheet tomorrow and hopefully we'll be able to send 
a massive following that's heading down. I think over 900 tickets have been sold now. Um, so it's going to be absolutely bouncing as ever. Um, and we'll be behind the boys, hopefully cheering them on. The first three points away from home this season and pools can keep pushing up the league. As we've mentioned, two new signings came in on Thursday in Mike Fondrop and also to add to that, Lewis Cook, who has joined us after recently being at Gateshead and Fondop from Burton Albion. I'm going to trust DC with these. Personally, haven't heard of them, um, you know, and that, I don't think that's anything to worry about because DC has been looking for a striker to fit the bill for a while now. And he's not going to wait around and then just all of a sudden go, oh yeah, I'll have him, I'll have him because they're free agents. I think they've been training with the club for a few weeks now and I'm positive about them. You know, I'll always back DC in whatever he does um, and these strikers, I'm sure, are extremely capable of doing a job for pulls and fingers crossed they can start um, on the track at Oldham. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much more to add on this as I don't really know a lot about the players, but Trust DC, trust that they'll be able to do a job and we'll just see what happens. I'm sure all the boys um, in the northwest corner and the, the supporters will we'll get behind the lads tomorrow and hopefully welcome them in. And hopefully, as I've said in the prediction and just before, there may be a goal or two to add to that. Davo, have you got anything to add on these signs? Um, not much. Obviously, there's not much to really say, like you've said at the moment. Obviously, we know... Uh, we know at least since the window opened and obviously beyond till, till till late that obviously this was an area that needed to be addressed. Obviously, we know the gaffer was slightly frustrated or very frustrated rather with how business went down on deadline day and how he didn't get um, the striker that he wanted. Uh, apparently, the guy, the young lad from Sunderland who was at Torquay and obviously... For whatever reason, it didn't happen. Obviously, he's had to revert to the free agent market. But like you said, I, I don't know a lot about them at all. Um, I know a little bit about Fondop. Obviously, it's a name that's been circulating around this football league circuit for some time now. Um, but like you say, you've just got to back the, the, the manager. You know, he hasn't let us down in the past when, it, when it's come to the transfer side of things. You know, he's always signed people who have brought something to the club and like you say hopefully if they, if they do get game time tomorrow even if it's 10-15 minutes at the end you know hopefully they can contribute in some way whether it's a goal and assist even if it's something just to get us excited about whether it's their off the ball movement you know but yeah I'm not going to say too much and I'm excited to see what it, what time brings for them both really. Yeah and one thing that I didn't mention was I absolutely love the energy from Fonda. Um, the way he started his interview was absolutely incredible. And I think um, if you haven't gathered, no one who's seen the interview is pretty happy to sign. Take a, a look at even the first 12 seconds and it he's like a kid at Christmas. And hopefully, you know, that positivity will turn into the way he plays. And as always at pools, we just get behind everyone. And hopefully, you know, the fact that he's said about how, how much history the club has and he knows what it means. I mean, both lads alluded to that. And that can, you know, it can be the start of a real positive journey for them two lads pulling on the blue and white. And that ties up another episode, a little bonus episode we thought we'd bring to you this week. Um, trying to keep it releasing uh, episodes as frequent as possible. 
um, based on commitments that we have. But we thought that it would be good to have a little look back on the last two games, preview um, on the Oldham game and, and fingers crossed that we'll pick up three points there and we can continue the positive feel and momentum that's building at Pools. If you haven't followed us on Twitter um, at HUFC Chat and then on Facebook, Hartlepool United News. And as ever, thanks once again for listening in. We really do appreciate all the support that everyone gives us that listens in and interacts with us on Twitter, etc. And uh, just keep the faith back, the boys, and never say die. And we will see you in the next episode. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans